podcast with the chick which is kind of awesome um so we're talking with Susie. so give us a little intro on on you Susie. <laughs> hi i'm Susie. i know jack um i write for word of the nerd well i'm the gaming division manager and i did a degree in astrophysics with jack chambers mandy's best friend um and <laughs> now doing a phd in microwave plasma engineering really <laughs> So you're a full-on geek girl. <laughs> uh, cool. <laughs> a nice, nice full science nerd. <laughs> Don't ask me any science questions. I probably won't know the answer. <laughs> um, so being a geek girl, especially in like a science type field, um, is there like what kind of challenges have you faced being another geek girl in a sort of dude-centric career? The only one I've really faced is when I'm outside talking to people about what I do and they stare at me and they're like, really? You do that? I'm like, yes. Yes, I do. Um, thanks for that. <laughs> so Whereas people on my course are fine. They, you know, they mm-hmm. don't question it. They're just like, hey, female, yay, we need more females, yay. And you're only happy to go looking about it. So you haven't faced any of the, the problems with, you know, people thinking you can't do your job because you're a woman or anything like that i've had that but only from people who don't aren't in the field as much Um, i generally get that from people who or i've had that issue with a few international students where they come from countries where most women aren't in engineering and they're like why what you're in engineering yes you did physics (laughs) yes yeah, I've been pretty lucky with uh, a career in IT that I haven't really run across that too much. I think a lot of it's because I can easily relate to guys, mm-hmm. so fitting in, you know, joking around and stuff in an IT department that's full of guys isn't really a problem for me. <laughs> I'm not one who gets uh, shy or blushes at anything. Apparently, <laughs> I have an intimidating aura sometimes that oh. people are just. Yeah, I get but yeah, that too. that's okay. Just five foot two and probably really angry. <laughs> yeah, I, I've been told by people at work that they tell their people not to make eye contact with me. <laughs> <laughs> Don't look in the eyes. Yeah. That's what they will start on you. Well, there's but actually a, a guy in the warehouse who is too scared to ask me directly when he has computer problems. He'll make someone else call me. <laughs> you see, as women, they really like T-Rexes. Yeah. <laughs> Don't give us an eye contact and we'll be fine. Yeah. Mm. I no, think that, no. you know, it's, I don't know, like, I, I hear it a lot from people. I haven't run into the problem finding, you know, where I've had guys say, like, oh, you can't do your job because you're a woman or they don't think, you know, that I know what I'm talking about or don't listen to me. I've been pretty lucky that way, I find. Um, yeah, I've had instances when I've gone into shops. And I'll be needing some something certain, like specific for the software I'm using. And they're like, "Oh, have you not brought your boyfriend or supervisor?" <laughs> and I'm like, "No." 
A, I don't have a boyfriend, and B, I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> so, and they're like, oh, okay. And then, like, like, so what do you do? Are you, like, an admin or something? And I was like, no. I'm doing engineering. <laughs> right? In plasma engineering. <laughs> Give me my freaking stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Building a plasma gun to destroy you. <laughs> well, that'll be top of my list. <laughs> yeah, I think the only time where I've run into stuff like that has been unrelated to my career. I'll be at, you know, the garage car shop and have, like, the mechanic trying to, like, tell me, oh, I need this and that or whatever for my car. And I'm like, I don't think so. I'm just paying what I came in for. But on the other hand, I like using an excuse where I'm like, I'm just a girl. You do it for me. (laughs) (laughs) No, for me, it's definitely been from people who aren't in my field. So a lot of the older generation, generally. Yeah. Like, 40 plus. Like, are you sure you want to be doing that? Well, yes. (laughs) I will be doing it otherwise. Um, but thank you for checking up on me. <laughs> My mum will be pleased. So were you always kind of like into science as a kid? Um, there's no other way I can phrase this. I was batshit insane. <laughs> you know, I, I was that kid who would pretty much do everything and then go play football and then trip up and smash the face open and then keep trying to play. <laughs> And no matter how much you didn't give me sugar, I still acted like I was on sugar. <laughs> yeah, I was but, that kid who was taking, like, radios apart and stuff. <laughs> I I was building lots of stuff when I was younger. And chemistry set, I played around with. But then we got in trouble, so then I had to stop using the chemistry set. <laughs> and I wasn't allowed to chuck stuff out of windows anymore. <laughs> so... With your career, too, is do you find like there's starting to be a lot more women in the field? Fewer years, it's more becoming a decreasing thing. And I think it's because there's more hostility now. Mm-hmm. Um, as in, like, you've probably seen it as much as I have. Anything to do with a woman in game, it's just that hostility coming out. It's kind of like, do I want to be in the industry where I'm going to have to have really thick skin to deal with that? Because I know plenty of people who want to be there. It's just they don't know if they could handle it sometimes. Yeah, I think that it's weird that it's almost, I don't know if it's just coming to light more and, like, getting more in the public eye because it's always kind of been there. But it just seems like a lot lately there's been so much picking on women <laughs> just in general for whether it's for, you know, gaming or their careers or anything like that. And I don't know if it's just because you know, they're starting to shame the guys more for it than they have in the past and are actually speaking out against it. But it's just kind of, like, exploded lately in the media. Yeah, especially with, like, um, those pictures that have been released. Mm-hmm. And me and my friend Becca were talking about this earlier, actually, and how people were like, well, she shouldn't have took those photos. It's her body. Yeah. You shouldn't have invaded her privacy. If they were meant for everyone else to see, she would have sent them to everyone else. Yeah, exactly. Like, And then they're like, <laughs> well... You know, the NSA, and I'm like, well, you've just done what you're claiming the NSA have done. Um, you're not seeing the issue here. No? <laughs> okay. Well, that's uh, just it. I mean, I have a bunch of, like, crap on my phone that I, you know, take for myself. It's photos of me just looking ridiculous or, you know, 100 photos <laughs> of my dog and stuff. But I'd still be, like, pissed that if someone, you know, took them and put them over the Internet if I didn't want them to go on there. Yeah, that's definitely it's your stuff. 
And it's not the fact that you've taken the pictures. That doesn't make you the problem. It makes someone else who thought it was okay to invade somebody else's privacy and use that to exploit them on the Internet. That doesn't make them the bad person. It certainly doesn't make the women the bad person for taking the photos. It's not a case of, you shouldn't have done this. It's a case of, why is it okay that he's hacked in? Why is that okay? Well, and and it's just, like the, the flip coin too, right? No one hacks into guys' phones, but so many guys sit there and take pictures of their dick and fill up their phone with them. <laughs> but no one ever hacks into their phones. they might do we just don't know about it it's just like oh it's alright it's a cock we've seen cocks (laughs) but and it's the same with like when that Zoe Quinn thing came out like everyone was so pissed at her rather than saying okay that journalist thought it was okay to sleep with that person and then not inform the reviewers that he might be biased due to having a like knowing the person you didn't have to tell them that he was sleeping with them and the fact that they thought that was okay, and the fact that her boyfriend showed all this stuff about her, yeah, she didn't deal with it in the right way. And on Twitter, several times before this happened, she was, a, I didn't agree with a lot of stuff she was saying beforehand, but her private life was just splashed out there for everybody to see. Yep. And I don't agree with that at all. I, you know, no matter how much I dislike someone, I don't agree with slashing their personal life out there for everyone to see. No, it, it's one thing if they want to share it and blab about their personal life and, you know, yeah. talk about it, then that's fine. But when other people do it, I mean, that's up to them to decide if they want to put that stuff out there. And it, and it has caused problems because, oh, look what's happened. Oh, well, she's a female. And now feminism is classed as a bad thing amongst, the pe- like, quite a few people. They're like, well, I don't want to be a feminist. Well, why not? Oh, they just hate men. What? No. What? No, no, no. You're thinking of radical <laughs> people. And they're not feminists. They're female superiorities. They're that different. Yeah, I think that's the problem, too, with it. When As soon as people hear feminist, they immediately go to, like, the crazy, you know, man-hating, I want to rip all men's balls off, crazy woman <laughs> kind of thing, where they're just, you know, I hate men, and men are good for nothing, and it's, no, it's just about everyone having the same equality. Yeah, and there's me, like, whoa, back off, crazy person. Yeah. I like men. Men are my friends. Please don't rip their ball sacks off. Exactly. <laughs> you know, back off. Because I'm, I, you know, and it, it isn't just about what women can get. It's the fact that, you know, feminists, you know, a lot of them believe in, like, men should get paternity leave mm-hmm. so they can spend time with that child. And, you know, they think that men shouldn't be hassled if they want to be a stay-at-home dad and it shouldn't be seen as a bad thing. You know, it's two sides to the same thing, but they've decided that these other issues that we look at isn't classed as feminism. And like, well, no, it is. Yeah, it's, it's about <laughs> everyone being equal, yeah. <laughs> not just uh, women. Because then it doesn't become equal. It'd just be women. Yeah, exactly. You're just like, no, no, we want the same. <laughs> we want the same. We want we want you just to be as involved in parenting as, as, like, we believe that you should have the same amount of rights, all that kind of stuff. And then people who have a loud mouth and do stupid things automatically become the leader of the feminists. And we're like, no. You know how you always have that kid who acts crazy? Yeah. 
and you just put them in the corner so let them go and you just ignore it. Yeah. That <laughs> is the rest of us when it comes to feminists, especially loud ones who don't make feminist comments, who make female spirits comments and hate men. We're just like, okay, we're going to put you in the corner. Yeah. You can scream and shout all you want, but we're going to ignore you and just not follow your thing. Okay? Well, but and what they don't realize is by, you know, screaming and shouting about how much they hate men, they're not being any better than the misogynists out there. <laughs> no, they're causing more hostilities. And I do begin to feel like we're starting to reverse back. Yeah. And that worries me. You know, I, as, I like both of us. We both write about games. We both play games. And I want to, you know, I want to be able to review an article without someone automatically thinking I've slept with a developer because I'm female. Yeah, exactly. No. No, just... <laughs> just bad person. No. <laughs> well, let's talk a little bit more about that, too. The the gaming industry, I mean, there's the whole thing with Gamergate and all that going around and that whole mess. But then there's the other end of it, too, where there's starting to be a lot more women gamers becoming more prominent and featured and not just as, like booth babes at cons <laughs> which is kind of nice seeing that it is nice it is nice to be like oh look yay look at your one of us you're one of us it's okay <laughs> and do you know what i have noticed though there's been a lot more men who are more happy to say you know what shut up to all those people who have been like women shouldn't be at these events or women are just that they're like no we want female gamers because they give this other side like they aren't any different they play games. That's what we do. Why is that bad? <laughs> and then they turn up for events, and it's amazing. And it, it's kind of nice, too, seeing that there, you know, the more women gamers playing the first-person shooters and those type of ones, too, where it's been typically guy games before, and they'll be like, oh, you know, you stick to playing the, the girly games and Mario and stuff like that. <laughs> but you see so many more women, even just, like, from my group of friends on Facebook and stuff, seeing more women playing Call of Duty and Halo. My, my friend Becca is renowned for her Call of Duty playing. She <laughs> seems to have an inability to use her weapons except her knife. <laughs> I played Call of Duty for the first time was a few months ago, and I just was sitting there laughing the whole time because I got killed, I think, about 12 times within, like, two minutes, and you could hear all the oh, other yeah, people on me. my team just, like, flipping out, and I'm just laughing my ass off because it was just so funny. I couldn't even move, and I think I get, like, two shots off. And I've never played a first-person shooter before, so I wasn't used to the controls. So it's I ended so up weird, just, like, running all over the place. Trying to jump over stuff, and they're like, no, that's a wall. You can't jump over. I'm going to try anyway. Yeah. And then, like, trying to move slow, and then I wouldn't even be aiming. And my husband came to watch me play, and he's like, you're not even aiming. Why don't you try aiming? I'm like, that's just too many buttons. <laughs> I'll just spray and pray. I, I'm trying to focus on putting one step in front of the other and watching where the hell I'm going. Yep. Because when I'm not in first-person shooter, it's fine. I can see obstacles before I get to them. Exactly. First person, I'm like, okay, right, no obstacle, no obstacle. And I'm like, have you checked behind you? No. <laughs> Although I do remember when I first started playing WoW, and there was the whole thing about, like, oh, as soon as they found out you were a girl, you either totally get made fun of, and they'd sit there and laugh and picking you, or you'd have all the guys start, like, swarming you and asking you to like sex them and chat and stuff oh there was uh this one kid that always used to follow me around and i know he was a kid because he said he was like 12 or something and he kept asking <laughs> me 
he kept asking me to strip for him. I'm like, you do realize that you're on the internet right now and you have so much access to free porn. Why are you asking me to strip for <laughs> And your character can only go down to underwear anyways, so. <laughs> yeah, I've had that. That is something I've had quite a lot when I've played MMOs. Mm-hmm. Is I've had men either say, well, she's a girl, she can't play this properly. We must defend her. And I'm like, back off. <laughs> 15,000 steps that way and jump off a cliff. Yeah. Because I'm going to kick your ass if you don't. And then you get the other guy saying, hey, so where are you from? What do you do? Oh, that's really cool. Do you want to come and chat? Let's go Skype. Let's meet up. And I'm like, whoa. <laughs> do, do you do this to the other guy in this game? Well, no, they're not. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Back off. Oh, I have used it to my advantage to get, like, free bags and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and there was one guy who helped me out a lot, and like, he gave, ended up giving me, like, 5,000 gold and WoW to get my epic mount. And I was like, thanks, bye! And I logged off. Who knows? <laughs> Sucker. <laughs> I'd done that at the bar, too, before a guy offered to buy me a drink. And I was out of town. I'm like, only if you buy them for my friend, too. So he bought us drinks. And I was like, okay, thanks, bye. And we walked out. You see, when people offer me drinks, I'm like, no, I'm okay. I was like, I'll stand and chat with you, but I'll buy my own drinks, thank you. And they're like, oh, you should see their face. It's like, I'm just bitch slapping. <laughs> it was kind of nice, too, because I was, you know, it was only a couple of years ago. So I was married at the time. And I was in <laughs> town with a friend. And this guy kept asking to buy a drink. I'm like, all right, fine. But I'm like, I'm not stupid. I'm not going to get roofied. So I made him actually, like, buy it for me at the yeah. bar. That was not a case the bartender, and we left. <laughs> it wasn't a case of I was worried about getting roofied. Mm-hmm. It's more of a case I find. If a guy buys me a drink, he's expecting something from me. Yeah. And they can be quite nasty if I don't return what they want. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, I'm not letting you buy me a drink to make you absolutely sure that I, you know, in your head that you know I won't be going home with you. <laughs> I don't owe you anything. You should turn it around and, and buy him a drink because then he owes you now. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, most of the time I just want to be there with my friends and yeah. have a nice night. Like, I don't want to... And then these people are like, hey, so, what do you do? Michael, uh, microwave plasma engineering? Oh. <laughs> yeah. <Or> walk away. <laughs> you can turn around and walk away. It's fine, dude. No. So, what's that? Yeah, I'm not going to explain it to you. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go back to my friends. And then I get told about the friend zone. Oh, <laughs> God. It's like you don't fancy everybody you see, and it's the same for the rest of us. You just got told no because that person didn't see you as a compatible life partner. Suck it up. Well, then, who wants to meet someone in a bar anyways? I don't. No. <laughs> <laughs> Most time they're really drunk, and I'm like, okay, so you want me this to be your? <laughs> yeah. And there, buddy, buddy, old pal. <laughs> well, the other thing that I wanted to talk to you about that we kind of talked a little bit about was uh, the whole STEM thing, and that. STEM. <laughs> I was getting started. So, if people are listening, they don't know what STEM is. It's science, technology, engineering, and math. I believe, mm-hmm. yeah. um, and all the different conferences and trying to get girls into kind of geeky, nerdy careers, which we kind of talked a little bit about already, too, is just where there's been 
heavily dominated by males and I mean, especially stuff like science and engineering, trying to get more women to those fields and get them interested when they're young and when they're still girls and, you know, trying to push them in that direction. So I thought that you'd mentioned about wanting to like kind of start one up where you live too. Yeah, I I do a lot of work with women in STEM anyway in the UK because I'm part of the Institute of Physics. I volunteer with them, which means I go to things called like physics in the field where we show young children as in like from three two yeah, year two years old onwards how to do neat little physics tricks at home. Like how you can make a vortex with two bottles of water, <laughs> um, how you can make little rockets using powdered vitamin C tablets and water, um, soap art in the microwave because all the bubbles get overheated so they expand and, tr- and transform the soap. Microwave's fine. It doesn't do anything <laughs> to the microwave. Don't Please worry, it. people. <laughs> just have soap art and even things like um, cutting a paper snake out and just hanging it over the radiator and turning the radiator on to explain about how heat rises and because as the heat rises it makes a snake wave so it's all little things that we we i do like with the physics in the field of the institute in physics and we also have a book out called uh, marvin and milo's experiments at home and it's like a good hundred odd that you can do and you'd be surprised <laughs> how exciting like kids get and so many people t- tell me oh well kids don't understand but at two and three, they don't need to understand. You need to get them excited, like building Lego stuff. Mm-hmm. But there was a woman, I can't remember her name, she did a TED talk on it, that she found that um, females, generally as a child, you can't just say to them, oh, let's build this. You have to make it more um, socially engaging, make a story out of this. Um, so if you say, once upon a time, Robin Hood, not Robin Hood, <laughs> That's UK folk. <laughs> Little Red Riding Hood went to a grandma's house and you ask your kid to help make a river or forest or draw grandma's house. They'll become a lot more engaged, the females will, rather than just leaving a lad to, unlike the lads who, if you generally leave them with Lego blocks, they'll get on with it. Um, but it's just that difference on the brain and stuff like that. Women are just as capable as guys but getting as motivated is done differently. That's the only difference, is how to motivate us. That doesn't mean we're any less capable. <laughs> just means you need to change your teaching style to adjust to everybody, which people should be doing anyway. But, yeah, do, like, experiments with kids at home. I've got a four-year-old niece, Lily, and she wants to build motorbikes. Oh, nice. <laughs> princess, Disney princess motorbikes, I might have you add. I think she's... Got a market for already sorted out for it. <laughs> Can you imagine how many people be like, you mean I could have a bell bike? Tarzan? Oh, wow. <laughs> It'll be a very niche market. But it, with Lily, I'll do things like I'll make um, salt dough and she'll have to build a bridge or something. And she'll have to work it out. You give her a bit of help. And we say, all right, this bridge is going to be the way to grandma's house or... We can use the bridge on the way to the hospital. Um, and it's just a lot more engaging for them. And she's a lot more interested now that I've like made it into a story or we talk while it's going on. She'll see with the puzzles. She's <laughs> an ace with puzzles. She doesn't even use the box as like a reference point. Oh, wow. She just does it like sitting there like, this fits here, this fits here. 
Spend this round. No, don't fit. Another piece. <laughs> well, so, I, I think making it with the stories, too, it probably helps stick with them more, too. Most definitely. Without a doubt. Because it's just I, giving, like, them a pile of blocks, well, they'll, you know, they'll, like, they'll just like, Great. Just build something. Whereas if you make it for a story for girls, then they'll kind of, like, stick in their head and they'll remember the story and then remember the building of it at the same time. Yes. And I do find a lot of educational facilities are aiming at trying to encourage people far too late when they're in the UK, like, doing our GCSEs, which is about 15, 16. By this point, we've already had dreams about what we want to be when we're older. We've already decided pretty much what we enjoy. So I feel like they should be hitting them at, like, I think it'd be kindergarten stage for you guys and, like, nursery and infants for us. Oh, yeah, exactly. Get them in extra young. If you say to a little girl and a boy, this is an astronaut, he goes in space, or she goes in space, but the children will be just as excited. So it's not a case of the girl being like, oh, great. It will be a case of they'll be both excited because this is a big person in space, and space is this magical place that they don't know anything about. (laughs) Well, and it's good to give them, you know, the options and all the different experiences, too, when they're younger and not just kind of stick them in one thing like you said because by the time that they started doing it they've already made up your mind i mean when you're a teenager you kind of already have your plans of what you want to do with your life yeah most definitely and i just i I just wish so much that educational institutions will not start developing people like people development doesn't get really done until they're like 15 16 like talking about their confidence, their writing skills, like presentation skills, dealing with emotions. And I think these stuff are really important from a much younger age. Well, and making everything fun and engaging too, and not just like dry reading material out of a book. Oh, them. yeah. <laughs> I mean, that Most was people... the worst class I had in college where there was one guy who tried to, or the main um, program director for my computer course, and he kind of, tried to teach us programming by showing us PowerPoint slides with little clips of code. And it was just so dry and boring. And then the next year, we actually had a woman teacher who was like, okay, so just open up the program and we're just going to start coding and we just follow along writing the code that way. And it made so much more sense because we could build it all together and make yeah. the actual program rather than be like, okay, here's two lines of code on a PowerPoint slide. And now I'm going to explain these two lines of code. And then here's another two on another slide. And you couldn't even see the whole program together. And he was just was just sat up there and read it to the class. I mean, it, it makes it so much more easier to learn when you can follow along and when you're engaged and when you're actually doing things. Like with the little, you know, experiments with the two and three year olds, that's that's something that's gonna stick with them because it was fun and interesting. Yeah. And there is so much you can do with people as a whole. Even adults that come to it when we're in physics in the field, even adults find it amazingly good fun. Like we'll talk about um balloons where you put a kebab stick so a pointed end stick straight through the center of the balloon no tape nothing and we just talked about surface tension with them but at both ends of the balloon there's no surface tension so it won't pop mm-hmm. and you can do that in a classroom a sharpened stick which you can get in our, most of our supermarkets for like a hundred for a pound yeah <laughs> and a bunch of balloons that's not expensive and it's a damn sight more fun than just reading about surface tension. Damn oh, yeah, sight exactly. more fun. <laughs> like old pressure or anything like that. 
And it, what else did we explain? Like, we explained to a four-year-old about sound by putting two pieces of string, attached it to their fingers, attached it to a metal coat hanger, had them put their fingers in the ears and tapped the coat hanger. <laughs> so the vibration went through the coat hanger, up the string, and into their ears, and they were amazed by it. Oh, yeah. Educational system can't tell me that coat hangers and string cost too much money. Well, it's just like <laughs> thinking of different ways to show it to them, too, and, and like I said, making it fun and, you know, things like that's that just... where you're actually, like, physically doing stuff with them. Yeah. It's... <sighs> I do find it's a case of a lot more these days that um, places just don't have the energy to change. Mm-hmm. They're so stuck in a way, like, oh, well, it would cost money to change stuff. Well, we bought this stuff now. We might as well use it. Like, no, no. Just just get some balloons in. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. It seems like a lot of the times, too, they probably just have given up educators. And, <laughs> yeah. you know, they don't really care. They just go there and do their day job, read out of a book, and, and that's it. And that's why we need things like STEM conferences now. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, I've done teaching placements as well in trying to teach physics to, to and I've heard staff say these to these kids that they're just not going to get in, anywhere in life. And these are the kids who come from difficult homes and they're acting out because it's the only way they know to get attention. Mm-hmm. And they'll just shove them in a classroom like, oh, well, they won't even get the basic qualifications. They don't really matter. And it's just like, no, 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 no. So that was my job, was to teach these kids. And all of it case was that one of them, it was, one of them kept playing off, and I was like, right, don't get a put a song on the iPod. I was like, you have an iPod? I was like, yes. Here's the docking bay, here's the iPod. Every time you finish an assignment, oh, you get to choose a song to put on it. <laughs> that was it. And it just, the teacher said, well, it was hard, so we gave up. Yeah, exactly. What? <laughs> they don't want to put the effort in to think differently. Yeah, and some of the teachers there had been trying for years and years, but the people above them just kept saying no to everything, and it just wore them down. They were just like, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm tired of being told no. Yeah. And have to try and improve these kids' lives. There's just no point because nothing's going to change. And it's awful to listen to, to watch, like, places be like, well, sorry, no, no. we Oh, we don't know how to do that properly, so no. Especially in this day and age when we've got the thing called the internet. Yep. <laughs> just, just Google it. How do I do this? Watch some practice videos on YouTube. Contact a individual who's already done it by email. Oh, just look up fun little physics experiments. And <laughs> yeah, there's no excuse anymore. Yeah, exactly. There really is no excuse. But, oh, I don't know. Oh, stop them all. <laughs> Well, it's good that you're trying to make a difference, at least. No, I try my hardest. <laughs> I'm jealous. I wish we had, like, someone to come around and show us little physics stuff when I was a kid. <laughs> I know. I know. I had no one do that for me. And I was just like, why didn't I get shown this when I was little? Yeah. Yeah, I probably would have ended up destroying my house at some point. I'm like, well, <laughs> impressed. Yeah, but... I used to take apart, like, every radio and stuff in the house and... Put, take it apart and put it back together so many times. He tried to parachute my cat out the window once. <laughs> Jesus. That cat was fine. A bit annoyed, but fine. <laughs> he didn't like having, like, 
parachutes from do you know those little toys those action figures with parachutes on yeah we thought if we use that's not how it works <laughs> does not work at all cat was not impressed yeah no kidding <laughs> poor thing well that's pretty much all the questions i had really yeah um, what you been playing recently anyway um sims <laughs> How's that going? You got the new one, haven't you? Yeah, I broke down and got Sims 4. Um, I spent a really long time on the creation and then redid it over. That's what you meant to, right? Yeah. It's actually, I, the creation is kind of, it's better and it's more annoying at the same time. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's better in the fact that when you want to, like, stretch them out or anything, like, Say you want to stretch out their cheeks, so you just kind of turn them to the side and you just drag your mouth and you <laughs> pull their cheeks out or push them in or same with the nose. But I find it, there's less presets with it, it seems. Like, the other ones uh-huh. seem to have more face shapes and different eyes and stuff. This one, they all seem to be pretty similar. And all the eyes on it, they were either, they look really weird without eyeliner on or, like, look like they had no eyelashes at all. Or it'd be, like... <laughs> super thick, like, supermodel eyelashes, and there's nothing in between for that. that. And it'd be one of those things, too, where, like, if you fiddled around with it and stretched it out too much, where you just kind of get, like, beyond the point where you have to restart again. Because <laughs> I'd be staring at it, I'm like, is something wrong with these eyes? Like, I couldn't figure it out, so then I just have to restart the face again. But <laughs> it was, it's kind of nice having those other options, you know, for stretching out like the nose or the chin or whatever and kind of like being yeah. more precise with that um the game itself i haven't actually <laughs> got to that point yet i'm still building my house but with this one what's really cool is you can have um pre-made rooms so you can go and pick living room and then it'll give you a whole bunch of different living rooms and layouts and you can change the colors and then you just plunk it right on your yard so you can just nice. put a whole bunch of rooms, and then you can still swap out stuff in them, but it gives you a start to actually yeah. like have a pre-made room. I like that. I like that. And you can do that with all the different rooms, or you can just pick empty rooms, and you could just, you know, pick, like, uh, an octagon or a square or a triangle, and then just plunk that down, and then you can stretch it out and make it smaller and readjust it, but it kind of gives you a start for that. I couldn't find how to make a basement, though, so I don't oh. know if they took that out. And I couldn't find how to change the terrain. Like, I remember in the other ones, you can make the terrain, like, lower in, in some parts. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't find how to edit the terrain in this one. But I've just, it took me a long time to make a person that I made twice. Because it's like, I'm actually going to make one that looks as close as possible to me this time. And then same <laughs> with the clothes I went through. And I'm like, okay, hey, what would I wear for, like, formal clothes and, you know, athletic clothes. So I, like, was actually trying to make a realistic me. <laughs> um, nice. With the traits, too, it's different where you pick, like, your aspirations. So if you want, like, you know, knowledge or fame or whatever. But then there's, like, sub ones you can pick. So you can pick knowledge. But then you can pick, well, do you want to be a computer whiz or, like, a bookworm or whatever under those. And then you get a bonus trait for it so it'd be like i picked computer with <laughs> and, and you get um quick learner as like an added trait for it and then you can pick like from there you know whether you want to be like a goofball or insane or you want to be you know happy or any of those different other ones after that 
So that's a bit different. That sounds good. But that sounds really good. I haven't tried to murder anyone yet. No. <laughs> I haven't got to that point, so. But yeah, you will eventually. It's fun. I like it. I just got to figure out how to capture the video to stream it. But. Should be mm. You should play. You should play Five Nights of Friday. Yeah, I was watching. Um, actually, the Game Grumps playing it because I watch <laughs> Game Grumps all the time, and them playing it. It's it's definitely a creepy game. <laughs> yeah, it's so simple to play, but it's brilliant. And the duck freaks me out. Ah, <laughs> uh, the duck freaks Becca out too. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know. They're weird. I don't like puppets like that <laughs> lurking around <laughs> in the dark. <laughs> Hey there. <laughs> the fox moves fast. <laughs> <laughs> Whew, he moves quick. I've still not got passed into the third night yet. So <laughs> oh, <no. I'm> just <laughs> yeah, it is. It's a, it's a really cool idea because you just kind of sit there and lock the doors and, you know, you don't actually... So the power goes. Go That's what happened to mine. <laughs> I ran out of power and it opened the door and the bear was there. And I was like, oh, oh no. <laughs> I'm gonna die now. <laughs> That's one thing, like, you're starting to see a lot more of these indie games like that coming out, too. Yes. I, I, have, have, to, I have to do a review for it, but one of the favorite ones I've been playing is Gang Beast. And it's just, you're these little Play Doh type blobs, and you can play with, like, up to four people, and you can fight each other with it. So you go and you could just kind of, like, you know, you're all floppy and, like, ragdoll like, and you just smack each other around. Or you try and throw each other off, like, the cliff. But you're just, like, just really basic floppy Play-Doh people. But then you could also fight, like, in the game, and there'll be a big gang of people coming. And you can kind of, like, grab onto each other and swing them around. And it's just, like, a really ridiculous game. But it's so simple. And it's fun. Hilarious. And I don't know why it's called Gang Beast, but... (laughs) That's the name I was looking for, Gang Beast. I'm I'm just typing onto my Facebook to my friend Becca, who's in the other room. Yeah, it's it's really cool. And it's there's um the free little demo for it for PC now and I think they're trying to get it on consoles too to actually be downloaded mm-hmm. on um the new the new gen consoles. That's a pretty cool. Man. Yeah. But it's so another one that's just so simple and fun to play. I just find there's so many like you look on Steam and so many games for like five bucks, ten bucks. All these yeah. cool little indie ones. It's kind of really awesome. I I absolutely love it. I will. I've been talking a lot with indie companies actually because I just oh, I want to help them so much. I'm like, no, you're pretty cool. You're actually doing a good game. You need more people to know about you. Mm-hmm. So yes, I will play your game. <laughs> and now my husband's pretty mad that he can't get Steam games on his PlayStation. I'm <laughs> <laughs> like, it well, doesn't work that way. <laughs> No, I'm afraid not. But the PlayStation, both PlayStation and Xbox are working with indie companies. Yeah, there's starting to be a lot more on it. Yeah, so they he should be able to get some pretty cool ones. Yeah, I think it's a lot more in the fall. They're starting to be like November-ish. There's a lot more stuff coming out. Yes, most definitely. Oh, so many games are coming out. Mm-hmm. All oh, right, I find the game on Steam. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's pretty awesome. I might give that a try tonight, actually. I know I was trying to avoid, like, Sims for a little bit because I didn't want to get it on the weekend. Because, like, I have so much stuff I need to do this weekend. I can't I can't buy Sims and 
because I'll just sit there and play that. So Sunday, I sat there and let it download in the evening. I'm like, okay, it's Sunday night. I'm off this week. I'll get Sims, and I'll just play Sims all week. <laughs> Whereas I am off to Mexico in a couple of days, so there's me trying to rush everything, <laughs> do everything all at once, and be like, I have to play games so I can write about them. Oh, okay, I don't need sleep. Screw sleep. That's a big trip going to Mexico. I know. <laughs> Not like from here where it's only like a few hours. <laughs> oh, no, this is an overnight flight. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's going to be, it's my first time out of Europe as well. Oh, wow. So I've never experienced flights that long. It'll be a first. The longest flight we've been on, I think, was three hours. Oh, really? So, yeah. I couldn't imagine being on one that was, like, overnight. Yeah, that's, I leave early Friday morning. Um, Let me find out how long the flight is. I can't remember how long the flight is. You came to Mexico flight time. I love Google. (laughs) <laughs> um yeah a direct flight's over 10 hours wow so and then time zones on top of that <sighs> that time zone <laughs> is gonna kill me oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah that time zone's gonna kill me because i i we're leaving at like 20 to 10 in the morning so when we arrive it will still be morning yeah and that will mess with me so much. I'll just be like, well, no, it'll be early afternoon, actually. Yeah, because they're probably on the same time as the West Coast, which is three hours behind me. So that would be eight hours behind you. Yes, I know. And I'll just be like, no, <laughs> no. It's like, it's not early afternoon. It's late na- It's night. It's night time right now. Stop this. <laughs> You're going back in time. time I know. Traveling. It's going to be so weird. <laughs> well, it's... I'm gonna- weird just the time zones like this where it's like you're in the future yeah yeah for me it's like 20 past 10 at night yeah and it's uh it gets dark really dark Um, (laughs) you know that's that's all i can say about the future right now it gets really dark (laughs) um moon rises um yeah that's that's all i've got i'm afraid (laughs) nothing else happening at the moment You know, apart from billions of people playing Destiny. Yeah, I've seen that all over. It's <laughs> kind of disappeared. Yes, they're just like, no, <laughs> i got games to play. Destiny and the new iPhone is like all my Twitter feed was today. Oh, yeah. I forgot about the new iPhone. I don't buy Apple products that often. I, all I have is my iPod, um, my iPod Touch, and that's the only thing that I have that's Apple. <laughs> I prefer Android phones. I have an um, iPod. What do I have? Um, an old iPod but that was given to me by a friend. I actually haven't bought an Apple product. I just realised. I was like, wait a second. Wait, wait. <laughs> no, I haven't. Uh, I probably should at some point just just to say I have. My work oh. phone's an iPhone and I don't like it at all. Really? Yeah, well, I made, I made a big deal about it too because when I started, there was an old um, iPhone... 3D and the iPhone 5 it just came out so I was like well I think I should get a new iPhone 5 I think you guys should buy me one and I <laughs> never use it <laughs> I don't like it at all I uh, yeah I'm quite happy with Android and I got a new Samsung tablet come today but they delivered it to my family's address rather than to me <laughs> so I won't get to see it before I go to Mexico oh, 
<laughs> that's always nice come back. Yes, that's what I mean. That's why it was supposed to arrive today so I could <laughs> play it for the games and play with it on the plane. Aww. And now I'm just going to be like, oh. oh. I have to bring a book. <laughs> I know. Or sleep or something. Oh, no, I can't even sleep because it would just throw me off time-wise. Yeah, it'll really mess you up. <laughs> I think they say, too, it takes, like, a day for every time zone you cross to adjust to. And I'm going across quite a few. <laughs> <laughs> well, we went to Vegas, and they're two hours behind, I think. Yeah, cause yeah. not quite three hours behind where I am. And it took, I think it was probably about two days. We'd wake up, and it'd be, like, 7 o'clock in Vegas because it was, you know, 10 o'clock our time. Just like, oh. Yeah, that, so that's going to be like eight days. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> It'd be the whole trip. <laughs> and then you have to go all the way back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be so jet lagged. I'm just going to be like, no, leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> just be jet lagged the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's why I'm staying up now is to try and get into Mexico time. But tomorrow I'm going to a women in gaming conference. Oh, yeah. Well, that'd be fun. <laughs> yeah, but it's a nine o'clock start. Oh. Which is like one o'clock Mexico time. <laughs> I'm just going to be like, I'm so tired. Yeah. <laughs> Why? I, I am living in Mexico time. <laughs> I've had like three hours sleep, leave me alone. <laughs> yeah, you're just going to be a mess. <laughs> I am. Because I've got to get up at half five my time, which oh, is wow. half nine theirs. Yep. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm beginning to think I should just not sleep. <laughs> just don't sleep till you get to Mexico. <laughs> and we'll just be so confused, like, wait, what are you doing? <laughs> I have to sleep now. <laughs> Let me sleep. <laughs> well, thanks right. for the call. Um, it's fantastic. Well, thanks for being on the podcast. And where can people find you online if they want to find you? You can find me at Susie Cumberland on Twitter or Susie Cumberland on Facebook <laughs> or Susie Cumberland on Word of the Net. I'm really easy to find. <laughs> Susie Cumberland. But I'm um, <laughs> here. Like Jack yeah. with JLW Chambers everywhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, and mine's yeah. different everywhere. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, hey, what are you doing? Yeah, no, I'm really, really easy to find. If you just type in Susie Cumberland, Word of the Nerd, it will bring up my stuff. It'll bring up, like, my Twitter. I'm not sure if it'll bring up my Tumblr. It should do. Um, yeah, it'll bring up my Facebook. It'll bring up everything. <laughs> just, I'm reach out. That's me. Hi, guys. <laughs> Thanks for being on the show. No problem. It's a pleasure. And as usual, you can find me on Twitter, Cyanide with two N's, the extra N is for extra awesome, littlegeekloss.com. Um, yeah, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>